It's time for the SVU After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. That's right. This is the last two episodes of season 20 here on AfterBuzz TV. Stick around. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hello and welcome. Let the buzz begin. It is SVU's After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We are talking Season 20, Episode 23, Assumptions at Season 20, Episode 24, Endgame. This Not is Avengers. It. Not Avengers. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, this is Endgame, whereas that, I believe, was Endgame. No, this was spelled, this is spelled all in word. Uh, not according to some places. According to some places, one word. Some places say it's two. Man, get it together. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Yael Teagle. I am joined by Taylor Gates. What up? Hello. Hey. This is it. We're in the we're in the end. We're in the end game now. And Sorry. I think Sorry, where guys. we started with the rabbits. And now we're at the end game. <laughs> Seems right. Uh, before we jump into it, I will remind everybody a uh, very important number to have. If you need the rain hotline, the number is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. Please call them if you find yourself in a situation where you need to talk. Uh, also, content warning, there are some things that happen in these episodes that uh, are very serious, but sometimes we on the after show take it in a lighter direction, so... Um, be be aware. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's jump into assumptions. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. Thoughts? Overall thought? Uh, not my fave. <laughs> <laughs> so that's real. That's very kind of you. Go on. I just in in the world we currently live in, I just don't know that this was the episode to do and seeing some of the tweets that were tweeted from the showrunner made me concerned that this was like maybe like a little bit of like a personal vendetta type thing i don't know i i just sure i'm concerned by this episode so th- there's some uh context things out in the universe yes uh online that make the perspective that changed the perspective of how you view this episode yes correct um i viewed this episode very frustrated yes um i know that there is very similar not ripped from the headlines but inspired by um a congresswoman senator Mm -hmm. congresswoman Congresswoman, I think. Elected official. Yeah. This is my go-to when I don't know what they are. Um, who said something that uh, was, I guess, anti-Israel, and everyone has assumed that it was anti-Semitic. I would like to start this episode by saying that... I'm going to get flack. You can be anti-Israel and not be anti-Semitic. I'm not going to lie, I don't know as much as I should about the Israel-Palestine situation. Sure. And that's another reason, like, but you do for the know. viewer. Like, if you're going to tell me what a Finsta is, like, please at least give me some perspective on Israel and Palestine, too. Sure, I definitely agree. I will say, um, anti for those who don't know what these terms mean, anti-Semitic means that you don't like Jews. Right. The way that, like, homophobic means you don't like gays. Right. Um... So anti-Semitic is you don't like Jews. Uh, Anti-Zionist is you are against Israel, I believe. Israel's a country. Um, The laws of Israel is that it is a Jewish country. 
there's a lot more with Israel-Palestine that, like, we do not have time to get into. Um, But I will say, choosing to have an episode like this feels um, irresponsible. Okay. Because you're using terminology and not explaining any of it. That's the thing. It's like we didn't get enough background to, like, form opinions about what's happening... I'm like, what did she say? Like, it was just a lot of yeah, like, we didn't jumping get, right in. We didn't even get what it is that she has apparently said that has right. made everyone assume she's anti-Semitic. And, like, if we're going to jump in and we're going to tackle issues like this, which I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with doing that, but, like I said, if we're going to go off and we're going to explain what Finsta is and explain all of this other stuff, like, why would we not take the time to do that in an episode that's this important and relevant, too? Sure. Um, also... It, everyone looked terrible, right? So, so we have Nala Nassar, uh, who's our elected official, and she comes off as anti-Semitic. She does, right? Like, yeah. we're not saying they intentionally have her say things that can come off as anti-Semitic, not just anti-Israel, but her saying... You're not real Americans. Right, you, I've been tricked. Yeah. When, when they ask her who did this and she says the, the people, these people or whatever. Right. She's a, so she looks terrible. Right. Then you have the boys who are then being like, what were you doing? And he was like, well, she's this Muslim lady. Right. So, like, they also look terrible. Yep. I would say the lady at the beginning with the cart also looks terrible. She's like, he called me a kike. Oh, he oh, just said Mike. Oh, he said Mike. And these hats were just... They were just for their red hats. Like, root youth center. It was for, no, the hats were for school. Yeah. They were the school hat. So, everyone looks awful. Yes. I, like, okay, let's... I mean, we'll quickly... So, Nala gets assaulted in the synagogue. She was there to have a meeting with someone from the synagogue to look at their... I don't... Under, just real quick. There's a mini Holocaust museum within the synagogue? That seems <laughs> odd. Yeah. I mean, like, have a Holocaust museum just within a synagogue? It seems... Next like door, fine. Choice. But it, it was, like, in the back of the... Anyway, that... Okay. If this is a real place in New York, let me know. Right. I'll visit, like, and tell them they should move it next door. Yeah. But, like, it's, it, I just can't imagine, like, a Crusades uh, museum in the back of a church. You know what I mean? Yeah, that just feels <laughs> a little, okay. That you know may what? be a okay. weird comparison, but that's what I got. Okay. So, anyway, uh, she thinks somebody from the synagogue, uh, she was lured there. She thinks something, it was intentional. The lady with the who went shopping thinks that she saw two racist white boys. Turns out she saw two little Jewish boys who wanted to, not that they can be racist, um, who were there for their birthright trip. I, sometimes this show throws in Jew things for no reason. Yeah, we had a big one of those episodes. <laughs> Alta mid-season finale. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Sorry, was that just like a little bit of a <sighs> rough point for you? I just that episode was so annoying. All right, um, so then we uh, <laughs> I can't with this. So they were protesting her 
Um, she claims they spit on her and tried to take her hijab. Very clearly from the video, we get, oh, he's a spitter when he talks. Yeah. And he brushed up against her. Yes. At no point did I feel like it was just Like, it made her look like a... Before we even see the full cut where she instigated it, it didn't make me want to believe her. Right. And I think that's a mistake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think Uh, it would have been better had he actually spit or had he actually tried to remove her hijab because she looked like she was trying to start drama, which then when they were like, look at this extended version, she started it. I went, what does this tell us? We we didn't know. Right. Right. Um, So... Blah, blah, blah. Somehow we get to... Metro Buzz. Oh, no, I'm skipping Metro Buzz. Okay, well, we have Metro Buzz. Yeah, great. So then we get to Meow Mix 2.0. Okay, even better. Pet store? Far from it. First of all, I went Meow Mix 2.0. I bet there's a lesbian bar. That was your first thought? Who? What else is Meow Mix? I would also think it was a pet store. It's because you're innocent. I guess. I... Okay, so I said... um, an episode ago for Dis that I wanted um, Snoop's alibi to have been a man. And so when this turned out that she was gay, I went, oh, that's why they didn't do that. Because you couldn't do it back to back. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they could. <laughs> Not back to back. We did Story more Woe and... Good girl pretty much back to back. They were not back to back. They were almost back to back. (laughs) Um, So we find out that there's some woman named Tracy who we've never seen. And will never see. Ever. Um, Nala's at the gay bar. Tracy's her partner or girlfriend. I don't know. I don't know how serious they are. They dating. Um, Nala's there. She's without her hijab. She um, was afraid to let anyone know. Rollins has this whole thing about if you want to, you can have your lives however you want, but don't run for politics and lie about it or keep it a secret yeah. or whatever. I was like, girl, that's how this works. Yeah. All politicians have some secret life. Skeletons in the closet. Right. Usually it's children. Oh, you right. You right. <laughs> House of Cards has told me that. <laughs> Either they have a child or they abused a child. Probably. The U.S. government. <laughs> Sorry. Land right. of the free, home of the sick, sick bastards. bastards. That's the one. All right. So we find out that she had an ex-husband. His name is Masood. He apparently wanted a family, which she didn't. Okay. That's it. Um, we meet him. He makes it very clear that he knows she's gay. Right? Yeah. Well, we were growing apart and wanted different things. Romantically. Romantically. I disagree. You wanted the same thing. <laughs> you right that's a good point yeah that's the issue yeah you both wanted women i mean i get gay it joke. it's a good gay job i get it man happy pride Woo! <laughs> all right um so masood apparently was not at the shop he was at the protest where the boys were um and then have you noticed that carice has been clocking a lot of things lately yeah, I clocked the phone number under that. He's real thing. observant. Yeah, I clocked that guy in that video. Like, <laughs> he's observant. He's there was the episode where they called him our own Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I was like, what kind of bike is that? Mongoose. Like, he just 
Yeah. He, he gets everything. He catches all of it. He's a good detective. Yes. Good okay. job. Yeah. Thank you, Crazy. Um, we Here. find out that Masood's been stalking her. He yeah. went to Meow Mix. 2.0. <laughs> what does the 2.0 mean? No, man. Maybe the first one burned down or something. I like it. I, I like that <laughs> Thank a lot. Thank you. Um, all right. Nala thinks everyone's going to hate her and, and be, you know, mad that she's gay and a liar. I'm, I'm more mad that she's a liar than anything. Okay. We get to Did this. She... Yeah. I was so the get thing to that the she lied about is was. Is she's gay. Yes. I mean, also that she fabric like she instigated the fight with those boys. She did. I, yeah. Look, I'm not saying that she came off great or that she came off terrible. I'm saying everyone came off terrible. Everyone came off terrible. I would say Stone came off terrible. Yeah, well, that's not new. So, um, we get to the court. She reveals that she's gay. Um, and then is like, oh, yeah, my husband pulled my hair like this during sex. I, I, I. I saw that coming in my head, but I was like, there's no way they'll actually say that line and do that. No, they did. The hair pulling thing, I was like, oh my gosh, she's not going to say that's how he did it during sex. And then she did, and I was like, oh, they they actually <laughs> used that. They actually went there. Yeah. Oh. I would have liked something oh. more distinctive. Okay. Um, I would say there are plenty of people who pull hair during sex. Yeah. And I think I would have liked something more distinctive. Like, right. like he whispered something like in Arabic. You know what I mean? Like something very specific to him and her as their relationship. Mm. Like, oh, he said, you know, my delicate flower in Arabic. And that's something that my husband used to call me. Oh, I like that better too. Right. Because it's very specific to him. Right. Whereas hair pulling... You okay. could assume someone's raping you and he pulled your hair. Yeah, exactly. That's it, it's point. an assault. He's going to do things that hurt. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> um, we find out, for some reason, um, she's, the uh, his defense attorney says to her, like, you know, this thing was a hoax and that was a hoax. And the cops thought that the rape was a hoax. And she was not aware that they did, no. that they thought that for a second. But she was fine with it. She's like, "Well, they don't now. <laughs> they got, are we not more concerned about that?" Yeah. So then, anyway, Masood's on on uh, the stand, and he's like, "I love her. I would never hurt her. She's my wife, ex-wife, ex, ex, ex-wife." Um, Stone then reads. Some Sharia law to it? Yeah, we did have that. Uh, we did have that. But he, like, he reads it, and then, and then like, it's like a pop quiz. He's like, what should happen? And I'm sitting there going, you could read Jewish law to me. And I go, I don't know how this sentence ends. Exactly. What kind, first of all, I don't know how this sentence ends. And second of all, if I do know it, I don't think I know it in English. Right. I think he would know it in Arabic if I knew it, I think I would know in Hebrew. Yeah, I wouldn't know any... I went to Catholic school for 13 years. Sure. Would not be able to finish most Bible verses for you. Right. Who, I mean, e- even religious people, I don't know, would know all of it. Especially if it's, like, somewhat obscure, like not <laughs> one that you hear a lot. And I feel like that one would not be one you hear all the time. Right, unless you're, like, constantly discussing with people what you should do. If that were to... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, moving forward. Um, he says he should have killed her. 
And then we get the weirdest, the weirdest closing arguments. Assumptions is how our system works. But first, the defense attorney is like, you're making an assumption about these people. And you make an assumption about these people. And therefore, you make this assumption about my client. Your client admitted to it. Yeah, your client admitted on the stand, like, this is, this is a lost cause. Right, he said, I should have killed her. I don't know that that's an assumption. And then Stone responding with, we should, we have all these facts, and through the facts we assume this. I don't know that that's good lawyering. No, I think he was like, oh, I'll play off of what she says, right, but right. like, there's better arguments. Right, I think he could have been like, here are the facts, therefore we don't have to assume. Oh, that would have been better. Yeah, why are you not the lawyer? I am a lawyer. I have 20 years of SVU experience. I am a lawyer. I am. I object. All right. Uh, He's found guilty. Her family still loves her. That was sweet. I'm not going to lie. I did really like that scene. I was like, aw. That her family loved her? Yeah. All right. I mean, that's that's a bare minimum stuff right there, but I... (laughs) I did like that we saw that. I guess they're the only people that didn't come out terrible. Yeah, in this thank you guys so much for being the only non, just like horribly offensive part of this episode. It was a pretty offensive episode. Yeah, um, and we'll let that and the tweets from the showrunner that are available on Twitter be what they are. Yep. Uh, also. Um, Rob Miller shows up. He's been released from uh, jail. Yeah, he has. Uh, And he serves Olivia with a subpoena, and then he introduces himself with Noah. I thought it was so funny. Uh, (laughs) Because he just puts his hand on her shoulder, and she's just like, excuse me. (laughs) Um, Which leads us straight into our next episode. Endgame. Endgame. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so Olivia feels like she's being targeted. Because she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also have uh, this. We start with the, the woman. We start with a girl. Girls, more accurate. At a sex party. Like I said a bunch of episodes ago, the words Wally Stevens and sex party and Rob Miller are the only three things you really need to remember. Yes. Um, I mean, Nikki Staines also, you remember that episode. But all the rest of it, you just need those three things. Yep. Because this episode tied together Exchange. Yep. And uh, Nikki's episode, Blackout. Hey, I like that. I like it when they can kind of tie fabrics together like that. I was really a fan of them doing that. I agree. I think tying together episodes is super fun. I think it could have been more explicit. Sure. Um, I think that the first episode starts, or the blackout, starts with Nikki Staines doing the Wally Stevens case, and it gets thrown out. We know absolutely nothing about that case. All we know is Rob Miller wanted her phone. Yeah. And then he finds out that there's nothing incriminating on it. So at the end of that episode, we have no clue what that all means. Then we have exchange where we see um, Emilia... At a sex party with some old dudes. And that's it. Right. I do think also, because I just, I watched these pretty close together. Mm-hmm. If I had watched these live, I don't know that I would have remembered some of this stuff. Oh, 100%. Watching these week to week, did not remember the, the sex Wally parties. Stevens. Didn't even clock. Look at me turn to crazy. Clock. Didn't clock the sex party in exchange having anything to do with 
this new episode. Yeah. So when we start the episode with a girl at the sex party, just assumed it was a new case. Mm-hmm. Um, so this girl ends up dead. She was dropped from a plane. We never get an explanation about her death as to, like, how she actually... We get that she there was a hot shot. We don't understand how she ended in the water. Wow, we didn't, did we? My mind just immediately went to the guy throwing himself off the building. From exchange? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I was like, oh, she she must have fell just as high as that. Like, But it had to be higher, even. Right. They said it was a plane Wait, or a helicopter. what? Never explained. Doesn't matter. It kind of does to me. The only thing that is explained <laughs> is the presumed motive for her death, which is that she uh, recognized Rob Miller at that party. Yes. We never get confirmation as to if that's why she's dead. True. Um, so, Nikki's not going to testify because they killed her daughter's dog? R.I.P. Snowball. I mean, Penny. Stop bringing up Snowball. It makes Sorry. me so sad. You know, that was the most upsetting death on this show ever. I agree. Snowball. But now Penny... We didn't grow to, like, love Penny like we did Snowball, you know? Did We didn't love... We didn't meet Snowball. Yes, we... Didn't we not? No, we only meet Snowball when he's already tied to the bath. Wow, I must have just, like, really assumed it's, that we loved... I, I it was just, just a I brutal felt, death. I just felt that close to Snowball, We never met Snowball. Anyway, um, so... Olivia has put everything together. Like, I appreciate that we have her corkboard, and we now see it. And she says to Stone, I know a lot of the dots are missing. But they connect. But they connect. And his response, ooh, his response, um, was, I don't see it or something. Yeah. Any other DA we've had would have responded, find me the dots. Find me the connections. I don't see it. No! That's been like, good luck! <laughs> Bye! Um, so, during this episode also, Benson's child is taken from school and delivered to the police station. Yeah! Just to scare her. Hey, that's a savage move, man. And I'm also glad that it wasn't like, oh, we have to find Noah again, because we've already done that several times. I agree. I think, um... The, the the security guard at school who was like, my bad. <laughs> so sorry. I just, I think it's in, um, irresponsible of Benson, after her son's been kidnapped at least once, to leave him at a school with crappy security. They, but they, I mean, they were high tech. Like, they have iPads to sign up. Like, they should be doing a better job considering the resources they have. It's literally one dude. <laughs> I know, but he's trying his best. All right. So, anyway. Um, she doesn't have security ca- cameras on her apartment, someone pointed out on Twitter. It's true. People just come up to her front door and they're like, is there no camera to buzz someone in? I'm sure and there's they're a right. doorman. I'm sure there's a doorman. And how are they getting up there? They sign in at the doorman. All right. Well, I don't know how New York works. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that. That's That we have to assume that. I guess. Not that that's real safe, but it's... get a better security doorman. I mean, just it, just right, surround right. yourself with better people. It's not like you work with cops or nothing. No. All right. Um. 
Anyway, Rob tells Olivia to drop the case. He tells Nikki not to testify by killing her dog's her daughter's dog. Um, Olivia's freaking out, but has it all. She's figured it out. She just hasn't figured out how it connects. She says he's not a super villain. He's human. He'll make a mistake. That's what it was. And he should have said, find it. Yep. That's He says, I don't see any. I and don't see it. I don't see any mistakes. Um, and he should have said, find it. So somehow this this is the moment up until now I was between facing demons and now wasn't hating Stone. Right. I was okay with him. Yep. He was finally not the worst thing on the show. <laughs> yep. And then he decides to contact Nikki Staines. Yeah. Lupin, Carisi, Rollins, and Finn. That's the part that really gets me. I believe that Nikki would do this. I'm not going to lie. I don't. Up until before this, when Olivia was like, I want you need to testify. You have to. And she goes, I'm not going to lose my license. I'm going to be disbarred. He's going to do this. I would lose everything. But the thing that pushed her over the edge was that she felt her daughter was in danger. And that did make sense to me. Fine. Sorry. No, it's just what That was so, my opinion. Stone <laughs> loops everybody in. Everybody. And we see a montage of things that don't make sense at first. Yep. And then Olivia's like, what are you doing? Last I heard, we had no case. And, he's, and he says, you caught the fish. Let me cook it. Yeah. So then we <laughs> connect the dead girl from the beginning, her best friend. Brooke Davis, a.k.a. From One Tree Hill? One Tree Hill characters. Like, not just like a sub-character, like an actual main character from One Tree Hill. Are you sure that was her name? Yeah, Brooke Davis. All right. I looked it up. I remember Brooke. Anyway. Brooke Davis. Wonderful. Sophia Bush. <laughs> Chicago Chicago PD. PD. Yep. And I was like, I knew it was Hilarious. all the Chicago's. Um, so then we connect Brooke to Rob. Yep. We decide that they had lunch at BLT Steakhouse, which she claims she's never been to. Which I feel like is a real place that I just saw in Vegas when I was there. Yeah, probably. Um, also, there's nearly a grand in her account. 9500 is a random amount, right? 9500 is almost ten grand. That's why I said. <laughs> okay, sure. Sure. You're gaslighting me, but that's fine. That's why I said ten grand. Um <laughs> That's a random amount, though, right? A little bit. I think ten grand, like you have to. There's a rule or something Maybe. about whatever. It just seems like an arbitrary amount. A little bit. It's fine. Um, so then Nikki gets called in because they figure out that she's part of this uh, frame job. Vigilante justice. They don't figure out that Stone's involved in the frame job. No. It's. Um, I believe. I believe the scene where in there in the bank and he's looking away and she's depositing the money. I I'm going to assume there's like a deleted scene where Rob's people see that footage and go, that's Nikki. I don't think that we would need a scene for that. Then how do they not, if they know she's framing him? Yeah, no, I feel like they saw it, but okay. I don't think, like, I think we're just to assume that's what Fine. happened. Um, but he's clearly, whatever. He's also there. Banks have a lot of cameras, guys. That's why they're banks. Yeah. Okay. So Nikki testifies that she framed him because she's terrified for her life and her daughter's life and everything. And they convict on that alone. Yeah. Sure. Why not? 
I did think it was funny. Olivia's like, you literally won this case without a single piece of evidence. Yeah. I'm, I don't hate that. I think it's kind of... I mean, it wasn't, like, good detective work. Good, you know, lawyering? No. Was it different than what we usually see? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It was different, you know? He was brought in because our DA was... Doing something he shouldn't have. Yeah. And then what does he do? He framed a guy. You do what you have to do. Okay, so then he explains to Olivia the reason he did this. Yeah. And this explanation... This I didn't love. This explanation is that essentially he blames her. He's like, I cared too much about you. I did this, and she's like, I didn't ask you to, and he goes, you didn't have to. Okay, but, like, literally, when did we see them get this close? At no point. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know. I don't buy this. I, I mean, we saw him play catch with Noah. He's close to Noah. Oh, that's true. He was worried about Noah's safety, because she was worried about Noah. She was like, he... Okay, you're right. I forgot about that whole little thing. I'm not trying to convince you. Also, there's no relationship here. He is this guy she works with who we've been forced to tolerate. And in the end, he goes, you know what I'm going to do? Break a whole lot of laws for you. And no one told you about it because we knew that you would be like, no. If you recall, in part 33, she's on the stand and she won't lie. Yeah. So you think she's going to be cool with this? And then she's like, don't go anywhere? No! She should be like, Bye! (laughs) It's, look, I uh, didn't like him. He finally grew on me, and then this came out of nowhere. It kind of did. And then putting our team in it. That's the thing that gets me. I was like, why... How? Like, how did that happen? How are you like, you know what we're going to do, guys? Because, like, how would they say yes? Like, how would all of them agree? Finn's job was to arrest that guy and then go, you know what? Deliver this paper. I think Finn would do that. That's something that's well within Finn's character. If Stone asked? If Stone said to, care. If Stone said to protect Olivia, I need you to go arrest this guy and then tell me you'll let him off if he delivers this thing. He's done stuff like that with Amaro all the time. Yeah, that's true. Carisi's stealing that girl's phone, and Rollins distracting her while the phone gets no. taken, so that we can plant that she was at this place she was never at. Also, how did they do that? I, I don't know, man. Like, they must have had tech people, too, then. I don't like, know. They have had so many people help set this up. I think the biggest issue is that Rob could very easily appeal. Right. The woman admitted to framing him. Yeah. Appeal. Yeah, like, she's like, yeah, maybe I could get my license to work. But it's like, you're, more than that is probably going to happen to you. You framed somebody. Like you're going to jail, probably. Unless it's like, I, unless it's like oh, she did it in self but I don't see that going over well. Uh, the, the whole thing. And then I think the thing that like bugs me the most is that he blamed Olivia for his decisions. Yeah. He put the blame on her as though 
she needed to be protected, especially when he says to her, we know you could do it all yourself, yet here's all the stuff we did for you without you asking because we want to protect you. What is the? What are these mixed messages? I don't know. I, I did like, I sort of did like Nikki at the end of this, though. She's like, listen, we did it. Now, you know, I don't have to be looking over my shoulder and neither do you. So you're welcome. I agree. Like, I don't know. That's the part that I like because I like Nikki's involvement a little bit. Because like, right. I think she, she made a little bit more sense to me. She did. I think until the point that Stone went off the deep end. Up until that point, this was a great episode. It really felt like we were struggling to put a bad guy away. I would have preferred that we found a way to put him away. He's not a a supervillain. He is human. He had to have made a mistake. Right. And I think the fact that he thought that his name was on the recordings on Nikki's phone... I think there had to have been something there, mm, right? Why would yeah. he think that Wally would speak? True. So, yeah, we really didn't dive into that part. We didn't dive into the actual at case at all. Like, that's the crazy part. We went after this guy without looking at the actual case. Wow, you're so right. Why did we do that? Because he's a bad guy. But, like, he was a bad guy other places that you could get real evidence from. I don't know, because that's, we needed... That's such a good point now that you say it. Like, they had no other option, but, like, they really did. They didn't look into pretty much anything. True. Like, it It feels like, right, if we want to get him for the murder of the girl at the beginning of the episode, you need other people that were at that party. You need to talk to the other women, girls, who were there. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't. Like, we definitely didn't even exhaust those options. No, we didn't even try those options. <laughs> You're so right. Yeah, and then our lawyer went, screw it, I'm going to just make stuff up. Yep. That's how we did season 20. Yeah. Goodbye, Stone. <laughs> Goodbye, Peter. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> we're, all, we're both just, like, at a loss. I'm so frustrated. I still um, like the episode, though, I'm going to be honest. I First half of it, solid. And then it just went crazy, and I was done. Okay. Um, it's valid. We have some news. Yeah, we do. After Buzz TV News. Uh, so for those who aren't aware, tonight is the Tony Awards. Yeah, it is. Um, and there was a really great Law & Order bit that yeah. happened. Um we are not going to show it to you here on the show, but you can, I believe, just Google, what did I Google? Law and Order Tony Awards. It'll probably come up. Yeah, James Gordon Corden is the uh, the host, uh, so check that out, 2019 Tony Awards. Really, really great uh, bit, and that is, I believe, our news. Yeah, it is. Um, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> so, before we tell you about our poll, I want to remind everybody that we have a whole new season coming up. Thank thank God. Yeah. A, a nice, clean palette. We're starting over. There's a new writing team, a new, well, returningly new showrunner. Yeah. Um, Mr. Warren Light's coming back. We're very excited about that. He wrote 13 and 14, which are two of my favorite seasons, so he, I'm ready. I, I have so much faith in the person who came in after we lost Stabler because it was such a, like, shake-up and went... We're going we're gonna to be okay. We're going to yeah. make it through this and have great stories. 
It's 13 and 14, I'm telling you. Those are like peak SVU for me. Is that not when we met Barbara? That was 14 or 15? 14, I believe. 14. It was 25 25X X, yes. with the belt. Such mm, a good one. Great episode. Anyway, so um, while we have a little bit of time left, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about our hopes for uh, season 21. We know we've already gotten confirmation that we will be seeing Lieutenant Declan Murphy, played by Donald Logue, again. That's so exciting. (laughs) Um, Those who forgot, he is Rollins' baby daddy. Yeah, he is. To Jesse. Um, I'm still requesting a Dr. Al versus Lieutenant Declan Murphy showdown as the baby daddies. Here for it. Or at least part of their lives. Like, Yeah, let's see it. (laughs) They have children. They do. Um... Any other... I mean, I hope we get a new ADA. We have to, right? That we've always had a permanent ADA on this. No, we've had... There are times where we... Had, like, um... Uh, what's her name? Patton, the singer. Patton, the singer. Not Patton. Um, there was a... Anyway, there was... A, there were, like, a few um, who came and went. Who, like, did episode Yeah, a one-offs. few who came and went. Yeah. But, like, we've always had someone who's like, oh, that's our person right now. Not always. There was a there was a time somebody's got a oh you talk I'll okay. find it I'll find it well because we had okay we had like Casey obviously we had Alex obviously we had Kim Graylick for a hot Paula second there Patton. oh now that now the name is ringing bells when what what season was that that was season I forgot about Hold that on. <laughs> I think I blocked it out she played Mike uh, Mika Vaughn one episode season why is this not Wet. She was in the episode Wet. What a great episode. Okay. Um, season, gosh, come on. Well, I want a new permanent one, I guess. Season 12. Whew. Season, yeah, Wet was a great episode. She had a sun-drenched loft in Chicago. Was it Chicago that she came from? No. Somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know. Probably Chicago. You know what I'm talking this. about. Knowing you know this. <laughs> um, yeah. So she was a one-off uh, who came in. I, I really like when they have a few one-offs. I think it'd be fun to, like, test people out before we settle on somebody. Yeah, that's fair. But I do want, you know, eventually to have one of these who are our people who we love, because we loved Barbara. I loved Casey Novak. We loved Alex Cabot. Like, oh, uh, I want as another... Much as, as annoying as Sonia Paxton was. Oh, Sonia Paxton's amazing. Right. Um... Graylick was a good one. Was she? She was one. I didn't like Kim She Graylick. existed. Who's the other one? Um, there was the other girl with the strawberry blonde hair. I don't remember her name right now. Yeah. Um, so I I would like us to try a few different. I will say this. I'd prefer it to be not a cishet white man. It would be nice to add some 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 flavor to this team. Yeah. Um, I I said it before. I think it would be really great if our new season could have more team members, more team members that are women, more team members that are people of color. Definitely. Maybe someone queer. That'd be, that, hey, that'd be great. Okay, would love. Let's let's do that. Let's do that. Um, any other requests or, or hopes? I call them requests. They're really hopes. I just want some really solid... Like, fun twists. You know I love the twists. You do love twists. I would love um, a unique case. Like, that's... I feel like we've had a lot of similar cases. Right. And I I think there are so many different things we could be doing. 
Right, and we talked about sort of, I mean, part 33 was not everyone's favorite, but they did have that cool kind of experimental, okay, let's do it right before, you know, they're going to testify in this one room. Like, doing, you know, one or two really differently structured ones, differently, you know, shot ones, I think would be really cool. Because those can pay off really big. I mean, you saw 911 guys, one at Mershkin Emmy, so. Yes. Um, I think also it'd be really cool um, to see different... Uh, perps. Our perps are a lot of dudes, and and I'm not saying they aren't the majority of perps, right? But let's see other perps. Let's tie in some things from the past too. Yes, let's tie. Let's do that. If you're g- my only request, if we're gonna tie it to something in the past, have it be something that happened on this show. No, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, like let's reference other episodes and cases from you know because those. Uh, we tend to tie in things to the past that wasn't there. Right, so you so can we, do it for real. But, like, if you need to, build it, right? Like, do an episode, and then at the end of the year, connect it to it. Yeah, because we, I appreciated the Rob Miller thing coming back, and mm-hmm. then Nikki Stain's things coming back. Like, that was really fun and sort of different. Yeah. And it was, it's fun to see it sort of built, because it is a procedural, so it's different every week. So having some of these things pay off from the past, I think, is really fun for people who are, you know, viewers who watch it every single week. I also think we've had 20 seasons. You can connect things. For sure. Right? For example, um, the Chad's and Stacey's episode very much should have directly connected to Holden's manifesto. Right. Well, even the fact that in part 33 we had Carisi mentioning, um, like, um, like Esther for Amanda and yes. things like that. Like, even just, you know, just mm-hmm. getting those reminders, I think it's fun and it makes it seem like you, you know, really have a handle on your characters. I agree. It's cool and fun. Um, I'm very, very excited for season 21. Me too. Um, why don't you tell us what poll we're doing right now? Yes. Um, so we discussed four episodes today. Whew, we discussed a lot today. Yes, we did. So we're asking, which is your favorite one we discussed today? We had Exchange, Dis, Assumptions, and Endgame. Yell, which one is your favorite of these four? I don't want to answer that. I think <laughs> mine was Endgame. Although my second might have been Dis, which is currently... Funnily enough, in um, first and then also last place for Dis. No one liked Dis. I did. I I don't. Dis makes me so concerned for Beyonce. True. Listen, more people right now like assumptions more than Dis, which is shocking to me. I agree. I would say uh, the opposite of your question, assumptions, is my least favorite That's of these. That's valid. Yeah. That's me too, I think. All right. Um... Thank you all so much for joining us. Yeah. Taylor, where can everyone keep up with you till we come back for season 21? And where can they find the poll? Yes, you guys can find me on Twitter, alphabet underscore Anne. Um, me and the poll are right there. Please talk to me about SVU. I really would love that in the off season because I will miss it and be lonely. And then you guys can also find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. Um, and be sure to tweet at her every time Babes is on. Please. It's all I want. <laughs> it's all I'm asking. I tell you every time. And I appreciate it so much <laughs> i just wish you had a tv to turn on right i watched it for you um you can find me everywhere at yell teal that's y-a-e-l-t-y-g-i-e-l i also am open to tweets about svu throughout the year uh, especially because that is pretty much what i'm watching at all times literally going home to watch more valid yep 
Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next season. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.